It's your favorite podcast, Almost Holy, where being almost holy is just the starting point, and holiness in Christ is the destination, with your host, Victoria Faith. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Almost Holy. This is Victoria Faith, as always. I'm excited about this episode. It's really going to be story time, to be honest. And so I hope you all are excited, just as excited as I am. A little side note is this was supposed to actually be my last episode of the season. I wanted to do 12 episodes for season two. 12 is a great number. I'm like, this is a godly number. This is how many disciples there were. This is how many tribes in Israel. Yep, 12 episodes for season two. But now it's episode 12, and I don't think God is telling me to end it. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, okay, uh, sure. And I'm laughing because school is trying to play me <laughs> right now. I am in grad school, and second year is a lot more compared to first year, especially not being in COVID and expectations are, were definitely adjusted because of COVID. And so, so I timed this season out to end around uh, this point in the quarter because I knew deadlines would begin to approach. My birthday's coming up. I'm like, I'm trying to, you know, just live life. I'm not trying to, I'm not, not have to think about the podcast, but when I'm in season, I'm constantly thinking about what's my next episode going to be on. So I was like, okay, you know, this will be a perfect time to kind of end it. But I don't, I'm not getting peace about it. And I'm like, I don't, and it's not uneasy. It's not even overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm capable um, time-wise to do this. But God is like, yeah, just keep on going. At least I'm pretty sure that's what he's saying right now. So this is not the end of the season. They may, there may just be one more episode or there may be five more episodes. We shall see how the Holy Spirit leads me. But I believe that this is for a reason. Maybe somebody who has never listened to an episode before is going to listen to one episode and they get saved. And maybe that's, maybe that's why it's worth it. Um, and even having the feeling like I don't have the capability to put out more episodes, but I know that I'm going to because I'm going to trust in God will also just speak to how much he cares about the details of our lives and how much he's going to give us the strength and the willpower to produce things that give him glory. So at the end of the day, after each episode, I'm already thankful after each time I feel the Holy Spirit on these, on these, um, on these episodes, but these next couple ones, it's about to be something different because I, there's no way I feel like I would be able to do it without God or even be wanting to do it. Um, if I wasn't following the Holy Spirit's lead in my life. And if that's you right now, if you feel like you are going through something where you not necessarily, you don't feel, um, unqualified but you just feel overwhelmed with what's expected of you and maybe your job or your family and in relationships and you want to not give up but you want to take a break but God is telling you to push through keep on believing keep on trusting him lean into that because this is just an opportunity to give God more 
to give God more praise, to give him more glory, because we know that we are insufficient by ourselves. So take this as an opportunity to grow, right? <laughs> All about perspectives. So if that's you, I hope that um, if nothing else was helpful for this episode, that right there was because you're about to stop doing whatever God has placed on your heart, don't. Um, so now to get into the episode, which is not about that at all. It's actually, um, it's called I Was Lost and Now I'm Found. And this episode is not just a traditional I was lost and now I'm found. There's so many stories in the Bible where somebody is beat down, life has literally stomped on them, they're depressed, people are maybe dying around them. They're really in a valley um, in their life right now. And you see God work. You see God do the miraculous thing in their life. You see God take people out of um, current situations and place them in um, other areas that they have no place being. And you see his power being poured out on them. And then, um, you know, people's lives being changed because of God. And that's amazing. That is what... That's like the point for people's lives to change because of God. And it's often seen through people going through difficult seasons in their life, which makes sense, which definitely makes sense. And I think it's also important to talk about the moments when you feel like you have everything because that's also very, I mean, that's a lot of people in in the world where you aren't struggling to pay your bill or to get clothes that you want or to have food on, on on your table. And so you may feel as though all your needs are met. And so why do you need God? If, you're, if your life is everything you want it to be, what's the point of knowing God? And uh, I'm going to be just talking about the time in my life where I thought I didn't need God like that. Sure, I had Christian on my Facebook and a scripture on my Instagram, but I didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus. But that's dangerous because we're still lost. We still don't know who we still don't know him. We're so empty inside. Sure, we're full on the outside, but inside our soul, that's empty. And so that's why I wanted to make this episode because if you're doing something without God, even if you're finding that you are achieving a lot of worldly success. I'm here to tell you that you still need to make sure you're acknowledging the source of this and you know um, that is coming from God and that you were a child of God. And at the end of the day, that is your main, that that is your biggest identity, not the things of this world, because those things will pass away. But what is from God that though that lasts forever. So, um, so yeah, that's, the the vibe of this episode and the name really popped out when I was of course planning my Instagram birthday post two months in advance like any other 24 year old and I was think reflecting on this past year and I remember that when I came to LA or when I was about to move my biggest fear my only fear was losing myself because I was terrified of not being able to find Victoria again, especially in a city like Los Angeles. And I'm saying this because I know what it's like to lose yourself. I've lost myself before. 
like I've shared in the past and I would probably always share because it's part of my story. I went through a really terrible relationship and I completely shattered who I thought Victoria was. So there was a point in my life where I'm picking up the pieces to try to put them back together to see the person who I thought I I was. And so during this time, I'm rebuilding my confidence. I'm going to therapy. I'm building healthy relationships. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Victoria is in control of her life. She is the source of the of the progress in her life. And I mean, I kind of liked who I was, especially towards the end of college. I was satisfied. I was like, look at me. I did it. I got into UCLA. I was moving to LA. I was like, I can do this. I am, I'm like, I, this is a Christian podcast. I'm not going to cuss on here, but I'm, you know, I was bad. All right. (laughs) I was very confident in who I made myself to be. And so, of course, coming when I was moving to L.A., I was so scared to lose that idea of Victoria because I felt like I worked so hard to be that version of myself. And if I lost that version of myself, then who would I be? Because I know what it's like to be lost in this world and to look in the mirror and not recognize myself anymore. So... I didn't want to come to a bigger city. If that happened in Madison, Wisconsin, what could it, like what is capable of happening in Los Angeles, California? Bigger things, more uh, catastrophic things could go on and maybe even harder to rebuild myself. And so that was the vibe. So I didn't so this episode name, I was lost. I didn't know I was lost. That's like the irony of it. And I think that when people get a lot of material possessions in their lives, you don't think that you're lost because everything makes sense. You're exactly who you want to be. You're exactly who you manifested, manifested yourself to become. So how, so how could you possibly be lost? But the thing is, you need Jesus. And that's how I'm transitioning um, in this episode. So say you worked really hard for the job that you had and all these other things in your life. And I'm not saying that God's hand wasn't over your life through it all. But what I am saying is that you need to be aware that you would not be where you are without God. It's incredible to think that even when things are going good in your life, we're all still in desperate need to know Jesus. And it's easy to not see him because we become so blind to our own ambition and the life that we believe that we've made. But in reality, this these things are not going to, they aren't going to be brought with us on the other side of this thing called life. We aren't going to have, I'm not going to have my MacBook in heaven, you know? So while it's nice, I mean, how valuable is it really? But what's valuable is to know Jesus. And so that's what I'm really encouraging anyone listening right now to do is to make sure that you know God and that even though you say you acknowledge him, kind of, but to really push yourself 
into knowing him a little bit deeper. I'm not saying read the whole Bible right now. That's not what I'm saying. Maybe take five minutes of prayer. And if you need some more tips and tricks on how to start to develop that relationship with God, I did an episode earlier this season about one step at a time. This is a this is a this is an eternal relationship we have with Jesus. So you don't need to rush it, but there is you should start it. And I think when you start it, you recognize that everything in your life just doesn't matter as much. I, and I'm not saying I don't like the nice things that I have. The Lord knows I like nice things. But to have these nice things without knowing my Savior is kind of like, it doesn't really do it for me anymore. Because I know something is missing. I know someone is missing and the verse that comes to mind that i've referenced before is in ecclesiastes i don't know if i said that right ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11 it reads he has made everything beautiful in its time he has also set eternity in the human heart yet no one can fathom what god has done from beginning to end so in that verse god is saying that he placed eternity in our heart And who is eternal? God is eternal. So the only being that will ever be able to feel that longing in our hearts and our lives that we can't seem to sometimes place our finger on, it's God. It really is him. And so if that's you right now, I'm here to just tell you and convince you that you, you're you lost because you're missing Jesus. You're missing the one that makes us whole, that made us, that makes us new again. The one who has made us in his image. That's what you're missing. And then when you realize that he's what you need, then you're like, wow, I'm, I, I'm somebody new. I'm, I'm found. I'm a, I'm a new creature and I'm exactly who God has called me to be but I say that take that with a grain of salt I think we're always supposed to transform okay do not stay the way that you are when you first meet Jesus I don't think that's it he changes you from the inside out but I'm not exactly who I want to be yet but I know I am capable of being who God has called me to be and he sees us like that already which is the great part about his love um so so yeah, what am I what else what else am I talking about? So yeah, like I said, coming to LA, I was so scared to lose myself. And I get here and I'm like, all right, Victoria, I'm holding on so tightly. I'm holding on so tightly to the identity that I work so hard to to formulate that pieces slowly started falling apart mainly in terms of friendships because friendships were often how I defined myself. I was my friendships. And so I think God intentionally took those away from me so I could figure out who he's called me to be outside of those relationships. So I don't know what it is that maybe you tend to define yourself around, but I don't want to say God is going to take everything away from you, but you may have a humbling moment and you recognize that where you got to in your life would be impossible if God wasn't there. And at the end of the day, he's what's most important. That relationship allows you to be a better friend, allows you to be a better um, boyfriend or girlfriend or or student or worker, roommate, anything, you name it, knowing who you are, finding yourself in the identity that God has already 
form formed you to be in your in your mother's womb, that will elevate you in each and every relationship. That should be first and foremost all the time to seek his kingdom, to seek who he is. Because as you know him, you will begin to know yourself in an entirely new way that is impossible to do without him. And I think the amazing part about God is he's also... He's just so much in control because I came to LA being very sure of who Victoria was. I was ready to accept maybe a few new things grow a little bit, but this person that I've become, I would never have imagined that I was, that it was possible to be this person, to be this infatuated with Jesus and constantly wanting to know more and more about him and I'm not saying that I'm perfect I'm not saying I'm I'm in the word all day every day because some days I'm feeling lazy I, I get distracted it's easy to get consumed with the things around us right but I I finished the New Testament finally if you've been keeping up I literally read it like chapter by chapter and that's what I'm saying like you don't need to try to take on this huge task of understanding the Bible um, as a whole but I read it chapter by chapter and that's exciting and each time I read it well, maybe not eat maybe not even each time I read the Bible but there are moments when I'm like wow this is speaking just to me I feel like this is helping me become a better person on this earth. And it's amazing because this whole time I'm thinking when I moved to LA, I did it. My hard work got me to where I am and God still used my arrogance for his glory because I was humbled a little bit, of course. And now I'm able to see things a lot clearer and he was able to use the situation that I thought I was in so much control of to actually be an opportunity for him to receive the praise. And so that's what I also want to communicate to you all. Even if your life, you feel like you're so far removed from where God maybe wants you to be, or you know that where you are wasn't led by God, and you're like, how am I going to figure this out? Well, the amazing part about God is that he's able to use anything. He is in control. He is omnipresent. And there are other omnis that I don't want to use out of context, but he is always in control. He's able to use the good, the bad, the happy, the sad, the depressed, the anxious, the joyful. Anything in your life that you experience, he's able to use that for his glory. And that is just how amazing God is. Most people, of course, are going to talk about the, the times where things are bad and sad. And it's harder to be to find the joy of the Lord. And that's when God meets a lot of people, of course. But to also find God at the mountaintop after you've gotten everything that you thought you wanted, I think that also says something so much because you're self-aware to know that there's something missing in your heart, that something's empty inside and you're seeking the creator, you're seeking your creator, the creator of the universe to fill you up inside and to become who you've been called to be. And you're like, I was lost all along. And now because of God's grace, he didn't even take everything away. It's not like God took away my acceptance from UCLA and I wasn't able to move here and every and everything in my life literally fell apart. Sure, some relationships changed and some people in my life left, but I was still in this place and he was able to use me and to use my my story all for his good. And if you don't think that's amazing, because this isn't just particular to my life, he's able to do that with your life too. 
Start seek, start seeking God, seeking first his kingdom. Your life may change drastically. Your life may change a little bit, but your heart will change for, for eternity. I can guarantee you that. When you start to know God, you're, it's like, oh, this is what I was missing all along. And um, yeah, so even if life is going good for you and you don't know God, you still need him because because you're lost you're you're blind to sin you can't even see it you can't even see the the sin that you're living in because that's what it does but once you know god now you can see he's the light of the world and i and, and i got to experience that through my process of moving to la and really being found in a way that i could have never ever imagined i would have never um, expected this idea of Victoria and I just believe that for anyone listening that you'll be able to find yourself in a new way and you'll be able to grow in ways that in ways that only God could grow you and so so yeah and you'll be like wow I was really I didn't know I was lost but I was and now and now I'm found so yeah, that's really all I have for you today. It's a shorter episode, but I hope that that spoke to somebody and that maybe you start to reevaluate if that's you. You start to reevaluate the source of the good things that come in your life and who are you giving credit to? Do you think that do you think that you did it or do you think that God has already done it? So that's the question. And yeah, but look, there there's no there's no shame in my game because I have gone through everything that I'm talking about and I'm not here to shame you at all. I'm just praying for you that you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and you allow him to open up your heart um to your true identity and who he's called you to be. So before I close want to offer up a time for anyone to offer their lives to Christ. Now if that's you, just repeat after me. Dear God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. I believe he lived, died, and rose again just for me. Today, I choose you. If you said that prayer, congratulations. So excited for you because God is about to work in your life. I believe that for you. If you ever need help with more resources, always DM me at Almost Holy Podcast on Instagram. And I also just wanted to give a huge shout out to every single person who has reached out to me and just giving me such amazing feedback about this podcast. Like, I don't got that many listeners, but I do have faithful ones. And so I truly appreciate you because sometimes I question how much actually I don't question necessarily if God wants me to do this but I'm like dang is anybody is anybody listening what's like what are people thinking so each time somebody shares with me their thoughts I appreciate it so so much and don't think I take it for granted I probably am always like thank you I appreciate it but it really does mean the world to me so I just wanted to also add that on here um so yes like I said I appreciate you and stay tuned next week <laughs> and for who knows how, how many more weeks to come with more Almost Holy. Thanks again for listening. If you would like to connect further, follow me on Instagram at Almost Holy Podcast. God bless.